The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. It's time for a different take on spirituality for the modern world. Welcome to Big Universe with Jim Lefter. Hi, and welcome to Big Universe on Unity Online Radio. I'm Jim Lefter, kind of a spiritual journeyman and media producer type guy. I'm also the current president of the board at the Center for Spiritual Living Greater Baltimore, cslgreaterbaltimore.org. My regular co-host, Sarah Bowen, is still off with that silly excuse that she's writing a book or something. Um, (laughs) Secretly, I can't wait to see the results of that, but I don't want to tell her that. So joining me in her place, once again, is super special guest, co-host, Royce Christen. Royce is the author. Hey, Royce is the author of the book, Scripting the Life You Want manifest your dreams with just pen and paper hey royce welcome back i i i have such big shoes to fill i'm also excited for sarah's uh the result of sarah's apparent writing how dare she her 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 new blockbuster i'm very excited about it uh and i feel like i have big shoes to fill but i'm happy to be here and i'm happy to be back (laughs) well it's great to have you and uh you know i'm i'm hoping that both your book and her book they'll be making a movie out of them soon so you know oh that would be there's a lot of there's actually i mean you know we can talk about it yeah there's i i think a dramatic interpretation you know (laughs) might be might be really interesting a dramatic interpretation would be I mean, you know, it would it would be it would be something. I would laugh at it though. I don't even know. That'd be really funny to make like a like a self empowerment new thought book and do like a, a dramatized version of it, like Meryl. Well, Street they did. Favorite. They did it with the secret. You know, they they released. They them. did. They yeah, did. I they did. I, I must confess, I haven't seen the. I haven't either. <laughs> It was supposed to come out, they were very excited at my publisher because it was supposed to come out seven days or eight days after my book came out this year. I think mine was April 7th, theirs was like Easter, like April, whatever that was, 14th. And then I was very much about to see it. And then I, it just, it came out and I, it was just streaming and I, I've been so, we've just been busy, but yeah, that's interesting. You know what? You're right. We will watch that. And then I will make a make a judgment on whether scripting the life you want could be a trauma <laughs> I, I would like to put my throw my name in the hat uh, there to uh, star in the movie if uh, you know oh if... for sure yeah for <laughs> sure i'd i'd want to play like the 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 voice of god the narrator thing you know like oh they have, that's like, cool that, yeah right right like kind of like um, ron howard did in uh in arrested development right like one of those, like, yeah i think that that would be the best place for me but yeah so, you got, you got the so I, I do have a scripting question for you. 
Uh, oh because, yeah, because whenever you come on, I always have a scripting question. Uh, That's why I love. Thoughts. I get to answer more of these uh, lately with doing your show and and show and like just appearing on things because people like I just don't have time to do one on one. So this is great. Go for it. So um, scripting, for those who don't know, is a process that Royce has developed um, that helps you set up your day and manifest your life. And um, one of the things that you do is you create a want list. And then, yeah. then you create a belief list and a script uh, of of your what you intend your experience to it's be. It's like a journal that you would write at the end of the day, but you write it first thing in the morning. Right, right. And so here, I, I'm going to be honest with you and tell you that I have been doing the want list, although I call it my intention list. Well, yes, <laughs> for a reason, a very specific reason. But I don't do the belief list. Because it, it feels redundant to me. I know. What, I know what am I? Kind of tell me. Tell me the importance of that and why I should do it. So, okay. So, belief. Technically, it's an equal. It's an equal partner in your manifestation. Uh, whatever it is that you're manifesting in your scripting journey, your law of attraction journey. Because one of the key things that uh, gets left out of a lot of, I think, the you know, the new thought, the positive thinking, law of attraction books is the power of our belief is is told us, it's explained to us, but there's not really many tools to actually truly examine that. And I feel like I've written almost everything I grew up here. It's like three decades of just not seeing it. So the belief list just was sort of an inspired moment that I had when I was 19 doing my want or intention list, uh, same thing. Uh, and I realized, well, wait, what do I know? What do I feel? What what have, what on this, this list I just wrote of maybe, you know, five, six or seven things, which one or two things do I believe, like just honest, I'm being honest with you, is, is the most likely to happen. And that's how it started and I did it. And then I started doing it more and more. And what happens is basically you're working with that, you know, I just, I'm like a broken record, but with your brain's reticular activating system, your mind's filter, um, there's the science nerd coming out. And what the intention list does, it's sort of like, you know, the filter looks at, you know, how to survive and what you tell it to look at basically. So the want list programs it to help you point out all those instances, same thing that points out 1111 once you hear it a zillion times a day. But the belief list actually, could be equal in importance. I, 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 and I feel like the more I talk to people and the people who do it, um, and I agree, it's redundant. I actually don't love doing it all the time because uh, it, it feels that way. But the, the point is the more you do it, and you don't have to do this every single day, but the more you do it over time, you start to realize where your perhaps any blockages or where you're really flowing towards a, a certain intention. Uh, and you start to feel and sort of a connection with a timeline of when the things on the intention list are gonna come true because you're you're writing out what it is that you know or believe is, I always say that 51% mark. So after it's over the 50%, you know, what, what's gonna come. So it, it helps to reinforce the filter. It also is sort of a guidance tool just to let you tell yourself and be honest with yourself, where are you belief-wise? And you're not looking at the things you don't believe or you don't know yet, but as you get more evidence, see, this is the trick, day-to-day -day with your scripts and then with your 10-day, um, your belief list will, will start to contain the bigger and bigger things that you didn't think possible, but really, really wanted just maybe a few weeks earlier. So it serves a couple purposes, but I always look at it sort of like uh, like bumper cars. Like it's kind of just that, okay, here's where I here's where I am. I just did this intentionalist. And it honestly, it feels redundant, but it takes like 
15 seconds you can copy yeah, and paste you're right like, you're right <laughs> i can be a little lazy sometimes i mean look i sometimes i do it too and i just do my intention list and my script and that's it and you know that's okay too whatever you feel but i i'd try it i'd give it i'd give it a, a few weeks of doing it and then if it's re you'll see there's a shit that that shift is what you're looking for of the quality of things uh just the one or two that you believe the most likely will become the things that maybe when you first start it seem totally out of this world impossible I hear a rumor that you have uh, a big project taken off. Is that true? Yes, it is. It's very true. I'm very excited. Can you hear my voice? <laughs> I'm actually like, you can see, see, we can see each other, people out there listening. But uh, yes, the rumors are true. Um, and I, I they started the rumblings just this week. So when this airs, I think the full announcement will have been out, but I have already seen the promo commercials. So I know that they are they are imminent. Um, talking about a, a dramatization of my book, uh, we are, I am, I have, I'm already, God, we're on the sixth episode of a new TV series uh, in the UK. Uh, it's going to be on uh, channel 192 on Sky Showcase. Uh, it's called Feel Good Factor TV, and my show is called Scripting the Life You Want. It's a brand new network being launched in England through uh, Sky Showcase and Sky. It's just really exciting. So we, um, we've been shooting since September, and it's named after the book. So I was laughing when we were talking about that because it had a different name. And then I, I, I asked really, really nicely and they they were so awesome and they let me use the name of my book because I feel like that was that just made the most sense. So we have yeah. awesome guests. I'm excited. Well, that is really exciting. Re congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. And and hopefully if we get a second season or a second series, as they say in uh, they call season series. So it gets a little funny when I'm I'm actually speaking on the show and we're filming. I have to use a couple different terms. But if we get the second series, they've already talked to me about it. Uh don't tell anybody, but <laughs> uh then we will be well it will also broadcast here. It's gonna be like I think it's four or five countries that I, I know for sure in Europe. Um and it starts November, November, uh middle of November. Um, and it'll be weekends to start. And then uh, once it moves into a full 24-7 uh, broadcasting come spring, I think uh, it'll be available everywhere. So Wow, that is awesome. That's fantastic. Well, I look forward to, hear, look forward to hearing more about that soon. All right. I can't wait to tell you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And thank you. So um, let me ask you this. Do you have a quote for me today for Dueling Quotes? I do, but I do, but I feel like I always feel like you have to be the leader here. I really, really, it, it gives me the strength to, because mine are never as good as yours. <laughs> All right, that's not true, but here we go. Don't worry about the past, just begin now. Breathe and claim your life. Breathe and let go of all the mental and emotional crutches. Breathe and release all the words ever said to you by authority figures. Breathe and soften. Breathe and strengthen. Breathe and be. You are authentic. You are intact. You are a child of the great spirit that animates us all. I like that. Wow. Mine is short today, but it's sort of an homage to having a British television series. It's a Winston Churchill quote. Is that too much? No, that's fine. I just want to mention that Paul Farini from Reflections of the Christ Mind, that's what that quote came from. So. Oh my God, I totally cut you off. I'm so sorry. Do you want to go back? <laughs> no, that's fine. So what's your, what's your quote today? All right, Winston Churchill. So it's success is stumbling from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. And I think that's actually a really, really good quote, at least in my own life, that's been helpful because, you know, for every awesome TV show and book, there's been other things. So, you know, you just got to keep that spark alive. I get you. And I'm totally there with you. That is that is a great quote. That is a great quote. 
All right. Are you ready to jump into the episode? I'm really excited. You know, I was reading this book two weeks ago, so I'm really excited about this interview. Awesome. Let's jump in. All righty. Funniest Thing Guy, Ed Biagioti, joins us with a new segment. Hello, everybody. My name is Edward Biagioti. I'm the co-host of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed right here on Unity Online Radio. And it is a pleasure to be with you today on Big Universe to talk about internal energy. There's a great book called You by Frances Wilshire. It's quite old. And in the chapter called Yourself, she says, Learn to go into that great within that secret place to which you alone have the key. There you will find you're at one with God. And that's why the internal portion of this is so important. I mean, even Jesus recommended going in and close, going into that secret place inside and closing the door so where no one else knows. Because when we make connection with who we truly are, and that's an internal process, all of our fears and doubts and worries, all of my fears, doubts, and worries just naturally dissolve when I make contact with that inner me. In fact, all this struggle and strife and worry and conflict seem to be born when this rational-minded me that's thinking in the now gets out of sync and out of harmony with this inner me, which is always becoming more. That's the divine mind. That's the kingdom of God within, if you will. It is always moving us in the direction of our eternal good. And when I was thinking about chakras, and I was thinking about how it's good to do some sort of breathing exercise where you just focus from the bottom of your tailbone all the way up to your crown chakra and go through the chakras. If you've never done it before, you can look it up and just find a chart that shows you where the different chakras are located and just spend some time either silently or or outwardly oming and breathing in each energy center because a lot of times I think we get stuck in one energy center or another and and by going up and down our body and checking in energetically we really I really find that I open up to different intelligence different knowing that I might have missed if I had not done that activity let yourself shine let it come out. Forgive yourself, forgive others, and have a great day. And now it's time for our interview. Known as the teacher of teachers, Cindy Dale is an internationally renowned author, speaker, intuitive energy healer, professor of energy medicine, and author of 27 books about energy medicine, intuition, and spirituality. She's worked with over 70,000 clients and presented hundreds of seminars and workshops across the world. Her books include The Bible of Energy Medicine and The Subtle Body, An Encyclopedia of Your Energetic Anatomy, and Llewellyn's Complete Book of Chakras, the largest compendium of chakra knowledge ever produced. She also holds a fifth degree Reiki certificate, the highest of distinctions in this healing area. Um, her latest book is Energy Healing for Trauma, Stress, and Chronic Illness. It's so wonderful to have you on, Cindy. Thank you. Welcome. I'm thrilled to be here. I mean, honestly, just hearing about 27 books makes me tired. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you do your work and you look, I, we can see you for those of you listening out there and you look so fresh and, and alive and awake. I, it's just to see, it's just testament to your, to your awesome work. Well, I get outside every day. Sometimes it's just really simple. The key to health is eat enough healthy food, have dogs, because then you have to get outside. So there's there you my go. Food, yes. 
There you go. So uh, let's let's just dive in. Um, there's so much. I I think that uh, for our listeners, let's let's start with a uh, maybe a quick basics of, of what chakras are. Can you talk? You know, what are those basics of what chakras are? Well, that's an important question because I think most of us hear about them. There's so many people in yoga or you know different kinds of uh, new age or integrative medicine. So chakras are just subtle energy organs. Well, even that's a mouthful. I understand that. So they're similar to your physical organs, and but they're a little different in that they manage subtle energy, not just physical. So subtle is the new term for psychic energy, spiritual energy, which is really the latticework for life. I mean, there's a really cool science study that, uh, that proves that 99.9999 dot, dot, dot percent of a physical object is invisible. It's subtle. So chakras manage the invisible aspects of our life. How did you start working with this kind of material? You know, I didn't know it, but I started when I was a child. I had no fundamental knowledge of chakras, but I saw colors around people. I could talk to angels. I knew that there were bad spirits. I spoke with ghosts. I saw, you know, kind of beings coming in and out of flowers. And so I really thought that was normal. My parents early on educated me that I was not normal. <laughs> and the, the Lutheran church did the rest. Yes. <laughs> right. So I was so happy though, when I took a class in healing, when I was what, 27, 28 or so that somebody labeled chakras, they, they were these colored balls in and around the body. And I thought, that's what I used to be able to see. That's what I'm still able to see. So I already knew they existed, but I didn't have a name for them. Cool. <laughs> um, so for you, like, that's crazy. That's just so interesting to me because I know that's, that's like, you know, Agri Casey that, you know, he saw colors around people. That was, that's the art field. He didn't know that other people couldn't see it. So I just think that's such an interesting thing. And I know a lot of people are interested in if they can see shockers and i want I, we're going to get into the meteor book but is that something that you work with people on or is that just sort of a gift i know that sounds uh, you know i don't want to dash anybody's hopes or anything but you know i feel like we can all feel them that that's what i feel but i want to know your your opinion <laughs> absolutely because there's different forms of intuition so there's knowing there's feeling there's sensing there's hearing there's seeing i think people can train themselves to see them but they may not see them exactly like how i put them in a book or some other expert describes them because we're all really unique so maybe some people don't see the shapes of them they get the color of them or maybe they come across as symbols in their mind. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Do you see them? I right? love that. I'm curious. Do you and Jim see them? I just have to, I know I'm being interviewed, but I want to know. <laughs> Honestly, I, 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 well, Jim, you go first. Cause, cause well, I, my answer is probably longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have to confess that I, I don't really see them. I, I, uh, but I sense things, you know, I do have a sense of it, uh, but I don't actually see it personally. I okay, so I'm I, I knew I knew we were gonna have I knew he was gonna have this short answer. So you just said something that just blew my mind in the best way possible, 
which was shapes. And I've always sensed my mother can can see them. And like you, she didn't know what they were for such, like, you know, she would there was colors and there was all these associations. And she would always tell me as a little kid, I remember she could always see when someone had some sort of terminal or chronic illness because she would say, oh, uh, they're, they're, she would have a color, a different color for, and I don't want to, she, she would t- speak to that better than what, what I could do right here. But she also uh, would see like a, the color would, would be fading in certain different chakras, which now we know that's what they are. I definitely sense, I'd say the upper the upper, uh, the, 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 the crown, the, the third eye, or I, I'm not sure that I know there's so many different terminologies for it, but I do, I can see a very bright whiteness in, in people's foreheads. Wow. I'm just totally outing myself right here. Um, and that usually is my signal. Like, Oh, okay. That's someone I can talk to about, you know, more, more spiritual, uh, or, or things like this versus somebody who that's always been sort of my indicator. But when you said shape, that just blew my mind because I always pick shapes up and usually it's, you know, uh, it's more than five. It's quite a few. So that I got to think about this. This is this is really interesting. But I, I'd say yes to to a degree. I absolutely that, that is a much longer answer than mine, Royce. You know, <laughs> I, I would say I do get a you know the when you talk about the third eye, you know, I I get a sense with that uh, yeah, with that kind of impulse. It. But yeah. So Cindy, what do you what do you think about that? I think it's fascinating. See, you guys are sort of proving my point that, you know, not that you're just anybody, right? Because you're obviously very knowledgeable about these type of subjects, but people can get there. You know, maybe like Royce, they get more of the sense of the white energy, which is very pure. It's spiritual. It's seventh chakra. Top of the head is about spiritual connectivity. You, Jim, you're talking about that third eye. That's the sixth chakra in the brow that gives people a lot of indications of insight, strategic planning. And, and, you know, like you talked about kind of sensing when somebody might be closer to death. I mean, the, the average person can kind of feel that or the, or they say there's a different kind of light coming off the person who's about to go to the other side. So trust, I, I just want people to know, maybe they can't see the first chakra in the hips is red. It doesn't matter. It, it's, it's right. more you accelerate in your way of knowing it's going to give you indications of what somebody's like if they're safe for you if you want to engage with them or not what's happening in your world it's you know it it let just starting to talk about the topic helps you start to maneuver better in your own universe i love that and yeah oh go ahead i was gonna (laughs) say the the chakras are all anchored in the spine and, and you say that each man manages a specific set of physical, psychological, and spiritual functions. Exactly. So the most well-known chakras, there are seven are anchored in the spine. I also work with five that are out of the body just to kind of tip it over the edge as well. And we actually have many, many more. We have chakras in our, they're minor ones, like in our palms and the soles of our feet. So we're sort so of like- hands. Yes. <laughs> We're like, we're just made out of fields of light and sound and chakras manage light and sound. So they manage on a band of energy. Think of them as frequency uh, converters. So each chakra, depending on where it is and what its density is, brings in the energy, the, the, the sounds and the colors that fit its job. So first chakra in the hip area, it's really physical. So it brings in data from the outside world about physicality and it sends information into the world about your physical needs and who you are physically. 
and not just physical, but psychological and also spiritual. So they're like big radars or communication devices. Like satellites kind of transmitting and receiving. I love that. And, and you say everybody has an original energetic signature. What does that mean for everybody listening out there? I think that's one of the most important takeaways for people today, because I know everybody's stressed. The world is stressed. It doesn't seem to be alleviating. <laughs> Maybe it will. Who knows? Right. It just is what it is. So by nature, when you're born, you have this signature, you have an energy signature out of that's made out of your body, mind and soul. But this signature is sort of this pulsing set of codes that says who you really are. And that means who you are in this life physically, like what's good for you or not physically. It has sets of codes or programs about what suits you psychologically. You know, what feelings are the best for you to feel? What kind of people and their emotional states are healthy for you or not? But also spiritually and on the soul level, you know, what are your spiritual gifts? Um, what are you here to really do and to become? So that signature is like this complex code, like a software pr program that says, this is who I am. You know what's cool about knowing that? Then you know who you're not. <laughs> then you can go, all right, ice cream suits me. Ice cream doesn't suit me. Or whatever <laughs> it might be when you're coming down to decision making. That's really cool. And this book is just, I mean, full of amazing stuff like that. Like, And, and it's really great, I think, at, at, we were talking before we went to air, but just really, I feel like for people who have studied uh, the, the subtle body, the energy body and chakras and, and their whole lives, I this book, I think, is, is a must read. And for people who maybe feel intimidated when they see a book that says chakras or energy or stress or trauma, oh my goodness, it is so accessible to 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 really any level and that's 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 a skill i mean as an author and a writer on top of all of your other skills and i mean that and i and i just really encourage everybody out there to to take a look at this book cuz it's energy healing for trauma stress and chronic illness and it is just so so well put together and it and you can actually use it as a resource i was i found myself doing it this past week i was going all right hold on <laughs> what's going on here i'm feeling some i i had a weird little stomach thing and then this and I was able to actually really easily like piece it together and 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 it, it, you can use it sort of like a reference book as much as it is and it's amazing to read just you know front cover to back cover so it's, very it's, much it's, so. it's, it's a really great book very much so very much so so we have just about a minute before we have to go to break what's one thing we can do to strengthen our connection to our chakras and well there's so much more to get into you know, after the break, but what's one thing that people can do to develop their, their intuition with this? Right. Well, I'd say to start with, get a sense of your original self. And we can all do that within 30 seconds. Think back in time when you were a kid and you were just you, like you were in that happy moment, you were being whatever you wanted to be in the environment that really suit you. That's your original self. And so I think that's a really good starting space, you know, and then breathe into your heart chakra. That's probably the strongest one in terms of the physicality of the body. So get that sense of who you really are. Connect with the center of your heart underneath your sternum, breathe in, and there you go. Right now you're empowering your essential self, like your original self, and you're getting in touch with your heart chakra which emanates the most electromagnetic activity and the heart itself does of any other part of the body. Awesome. Well, we'll be right back on Big Universe in just a minute on Unity Online Radio. 
practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to a slightly off-kilter look at spirituality. This is Big Universe with Jim Lefter. Welcome back to Big Universe on Unity Online Radio. So, Cindy Dale, uh, in your introduction, you make a really astounding statement to me, and that is most of the 65,000 people that you've engaged with in one way or another are dealing in one form or another with the effects of unhealed trauma. That's, that's astounding. Um, how, tell me a little bit about that and, and tell me what are some things we can do to uncover and heal that trauma? Well, it's a sad statement too, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> think of it. Well, let me define trauma in a really simple way. Trauma is stress that doesn't go away. And I don't mean that it doesn't go away, you know, in our, you know, next, you know, kind of step in life. It's when we go through a stress and the effects of the stress stay in the body, both in the physical body, but also what's called the subtle body, like the chakras. When those stressors, which are energy, when the energies of the stressors don't go away, now we have trauma. So it's long-standing trauma. It can be short-standing. It'd be something you went through yesterday that you haven't yet been able to shake. And so I think the first and most important step is knowing, you know what, maybe a lot of what I'm going through right now, a lot of what triggers me, a lot of what gets me down. Sometimes I'm depressed, sometimes anxious. There's certain people I don't know how to handle have to do with these sort of, I call them like stress bubbles. <laughs> I mean, this, these, this, this congestion of old energies that are stuck inside. The good news is once you know that you really can start undoing what's been stuck. Even if this, it's been stuck since you were in the womb or has been trauma since you were born. Or um, here's another sort of big statement to make, but maybe some of the energies stuck in there aren't even your own. Maybe you saw mom abusing dad or dad abusing mom, or maybe you were yelled at a lot. And so dad's you know, kind of nasty feelings about himself got stuck inside of your body. And now we can go, you know what? And I actually do believe about 80% of our trauma the, the energy in it are energies that did not originate with us. Interesting. I agree. Yeah, that's very interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. Personal so, experience of clearing all of those sorts of things. Yes, it was very liberating to realize that. It actually is, I think all of, I think understanding trauma is, so, is the root of, of so much. And I agree with this uh, just personally 100% because once you realize that, to me though, it's not depressing or sad, it's really freeing because it, it, there's your avenue. To, to work on it and, and and your book really and all of your all of your work I think really helps people do it in a really honestly uh, healthy and, and and empowering way you know rather than going back and feeling it in the worst way you know there's all different sorts of exercises and things this is is such a healthy way I feel personally to do it well and I remember when I was starting therapy I was about 20 years old and it was normal family systems therapy okay and my therapist said, you know, I don't think you're only OCD and <laughs> compulsive and anorexic and, you know, the laundry list of what you come out of um, tough families with, right? Mm -hmm. She goes, I also think you're psychic. Mm -hmm. And I go, wow, 
and she says, and I think you absorbed a lot of your family's dysfunctions. So I did an experiment. I didn't know what I was doing. This book has a lot more knowledge in it, so you don't screw around with it, right? <laughs> but I thought, you know, I'm just going to pick one area in my life where I have a lot of problems, which were allergies. I was allergic to this and that and the other thing and, you know, sneezed at this and couldn't eat this and all this kind of stuff. And I sat down and I didn't really know what I was doing, but whatever we call God, higher power, I was in 12-step programs. I said, higher power, I'd like you to free me of the allergies, the energies really, I should have said, of the allergies that are not my own. And within about three weeks, almost all of my allergies disappeared. Wow, hmm. oh, that is so interesting. I love that. Because my safety growing up, I didn't know it, but was about absorbing physical problems from my family. The subconscious thought for me was, well, then if they're healthier, they'll treat me better, which really never happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but just that, just knowing, and you know what? I didn't know what I was doing. So the allergies appeared in my siblings and my family members. Now I would say, you know, clean me, clear me, ask for grace, ask for healing energies to free me what's not my own. And then, you know what, bring it to a better place, bring it so it doesn't harm anybody. So I've added that since then, but I did get some satisfaction about everybody else suddenly being miserable. And I <laughs> <laughs> it's not very nice to admit. No, no, it's so understandable. Royce, so Royce, you had a question about an exercise. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I think, uh, first, it, it, you know, you, you have, well, there, it, there's a great exercise in the book. Uh, it's on page 209 for anybody who's following along. Um, but it's, it's, to, it's, a, it's an exercise to rediscover and, and really find out your signature, the one we were talking about before the break, your energetic signature. And I just love it because, you know, I mean, I, I love anything I can write. <laughs> She's advocating writing and just basically taking a notebook. But I wanted you to maybe explain that process to listeners out there because this is so unique and it's something that you really have to actually get the book to do. But it's so it's such a, it, I've never seen anything like this. And I think, you know, we were talking about this energetic signature and people might be listening going, oh, okay, well, how do I figure that out? And you actually have a way to do it in here. There is, I, it's a number of questions that you fill in the blank and they're all asking you about yourself. So it's like a personality test. Right? It is. It's great. It's great. I mean, some of them are, you know, it's interesting because you, you phrase it in a way that it's very natural, the way that it comes, you know, it just, 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 you have it. It's like a sentence and you're filling in the last, like what, what comes as the, as the natural last word or word that needs to be filled in. And I just love the way that it's written. I think it's so, so, so interesting for anybody out there who gets the book. They definitely have to try it because it's, it's really revealing. <laughs> I would say get the book if only to take the test because you know once you know what set, what settings make the most sense for you or what makes you the most happy or you know kind of when you have felt most like yourself and you know and you know it, it, it there, it's almost poetic too when you're part of the poem of the exercise um, and you come away having a statement you know or a couple statements about this is my original self this is how I would perceive sense see feel know myself to be the cool part is now you really are able to make decisions because you can you can repeat that statement you can get that sense of your color you can get you know kind of however it is you own yourself or you best understand who you are. And when something comes into your life, you know, somebody says, hey, do you want to go to the movies? You can go, 
well, yeah, but not that movie. That's not going to support my essential self or, but this movie might. And life is full of decisions, all kinds of small decisions. And we, there's, there's another concept in the book where I talk about gaps. When we do a lot of activities or we, we, you know, we undertake maneuvers that are really different than who we really are. You know, when we don't act out our essential code, there's a gap in our life. So when the foods we eat don't match our essential self, when the people we're around don't match the essential self, when the home we're in isn't decorated, so it matches who we are, when the trauma fixes us to act ways that don't we don't feel good about, maybe drinking or addictions or uh, you know triggering on certain issues or marrying our fifth alcoholic or whatever it is, right? <laughs> when there's a gap, we're not going to be healthy, and so. I think the key is knowing this sense of who we are, because then we can close the gaps too. That's really interesting. Yeah, I think um, I, I want, there's so much to get into and something that uh, you sent ahead of time that I was really interested in talking about just a deep dive into something is how f finances and your chakras work. I'm really curious about that. How, what, what is the connection there? What can we do about that? All right, so every chakra has a job. Right. And the job has to do with physical, psychological and spiritual. But that gives every chakra kind of like a basic task in our body. All right. We've got, you know, you can work with seven chakras. You can work with 12. You can work with 48. I don't care. But I only know 12. <laughs> All right. And what's really critical to know is that in order for us to be really successful at life, pre-birth, our soul, this sort of original self, picked one chakra at least that needed to be the healthiest that it sort of needed to operate through i'll give you an example my 21 year old son is a baseball player he needs a really strong first chakra because that's about physicality in order to be successful at life i mean he's got to be body-based um one of my sisters is an opera singer and so she's got a really strong throat chakra because that's about communication or she couldn't be an opera singer but our financial life works the same way. Like we have a main chakra, that chakra, our main chakra also determines what we need to be like, what we need to do to be financially successful. For instance, a, I'm a strong first chakra person, all right? The first chakra is physical um, and it, it works with money in a way that's different than the second chakra, which is about emotionality. So the first chakra is all about activity. And so if I'm, if Cindy Dale, a first chakra person is going to be physically, you know, healthy, but also make a lot of money, she needs to keep doing, she needs to do, she can't sit on her butt and think that the books are going to sell. She can't not write books and think they're going to sell. She has to do. So it's good to know you're, financial style because you can operate with it. If you're more of an emotional person, that's sort of how you're here to express yourself or you're creative. Second chakra in the abdomen. Frankly, if you let yourself get or stay too depressed or anxious or listen to your fears, your money's going to go down the drain. Mm -hmm. You need to learn how to keep yourself happy and how to make decisions about money that creates mm -hmm. more joy for you, or you're just you're just going to be broke. So that's the concept. Know your chakra or get a sense of it, and then 
operate financially and make money decisions based on what keeps that chakra healthy. You're going to be healthier on every level and your finances are going to flow. So the, the, is there's a particular one that's the key for you in terms of finances? Is that what yep. I'm understanding? And everybody and everybody. Yep. Let me just ask you a basic question is, uh, um, are there any vacuums or anything to clean out your chakras or <laughs> Windex or anything? Does any of those work? I, I think there's angels. I call them Hoover angels. I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> They're the Hoover angels. So you know what? I don't care what they call themselves. I call them Hoover angels. So I love it. You need to do some cleaning. Call on the Hoover angels. Just say Cindy sent you. <laughs> She's got <kind of> a... <laughs> I'm doing that right after the show. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> so another thing you go into is um, you talk about the, these times and in dealing with the pandemic, and I'm I'm curious about your take on 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 that in our in our experience right now, how it relates to chakras. Yeah, I mean that's a great question. I'm going to go a little further than I usually do talking about it because we're talking chakras in specific. We've got pandemic, we've got challenges, riots, we've got climate issues, we've got partisan issues, we have dictators in certain countries, uh, leaders struggling in other countries to try to make ethical decisions. I mm. mean, everything is up, is it not? Yes. I think, like, I do believe the earth actually has chakras. And so the earth has chakras and stuff oh, you think? yeah yeah oh yeah yeah that's a, i totally i 100 percent. and you, that's interesting it, i yes. haven't heard that before it's, yeah. it's a living system it's a living system and every living system plants have chakras yes animals have chakras i mean remember they're energy bodies it's not all woo woo they're just these are subtle energy bodies they process light and sound they process the earth light. has a pulse i mean that's science right oh, there i mean yes. yes there's vibrations there it's a it's a living organism that that's we all live on so yeah exactly. i've never really thought about it that way yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one could say that there's all that well that the earth needs hoovering that, that <laughs> right that that the earth is saying you know what there's been too much stuff stuck into my chakras this is not healthy. I'm just letting all the garbage up. I'm just going to let it move. I'm bringing it up. It's going to be obvious. And who knows who started it? Humans kind of having this big gap. We're not living the way we're really designed to. The earth isn't able to sustain itself because we're just not living the way we're designed to. And so I think right now, people's, all their chakras are just flooding open I think the institutions are open. All the chakras in an institution are open. The earths are open. And we have everything flying out to decide, what are we going to do? Are we going to get rid of the garbage once and for all? Are we going to be aligned once and for all? Hopefully, right? Or even a little bit. And I think that's- A little bit would be nice. At least a little I bit would be nice. A little. I don't think it's going to all get fixed, personally. I just don't. But a little bit. So each person- needs to pay attention to what's in their life. Like where are they most out of joint? Is it spiritually? Is it seven chakra? Is it relationship? Fourth chakra. Is it their health? First chakra. So learn the basics of the chakras and you can go, which chakra can I best pay attention to to get healthiest? If I get healthier, I'm helping everybody get healthier. 
I love that. And I think, you know, it's interesting since, since the, the first lockdown, like really like in March here in the States, I have never, I, I always, I'm a fan of earthing. I just, I don't probably do it the, the, the traditional way. I do it my own way, which I've always done, which, you know, just take my shoes and socks off and I'll just go. I have a really great yard and a big back and a little bit of woods there. And I'll just go and I'll just, sometimes I'll just sit on there. And if I do my meditation for the day or two meditations, I'll, I've never felt so inclined as I have since the pandemic started to just not only, you know, do that balancing with the earth, because I don't think we should be taking and taking it sort of like a, a, an exchange. And it's weird because I feeling myself pulled down sort of that heaven, love and above thing, you know, and, pulling down the, the higher energy. And Royce, and, 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 yes. No, Royce, I just want to mention, please wear clothes um, because it, I don't want you to get arrested. <laughs> or anything <laughs> well it is in my backyard with 12 foot walls all around it but yes i i do wear clothes like <laughs> i guess that's no, too much it's interesting because i find myself uh, cindy putting a lot of like sending a lot of love energy and i maybe that's not the right way to do it maybe there's another way to do it that you would know um but that it's interesting because i when you said that that was my initial wow i didn't think about it that way but hmm. <laughs> we each have our own best way of doing it again partially based on who we really are. So use your strengths, you know, and go for it. If you've got a chakra that's more wounded than any other one, you know, pay attention to that and bring it along. Um, but we're, we're, we're interconnected. I mean, science has also proven we're just fields of light and sound. So when we get into a calmer, better, higher place, guess what? That those fields of energies coming off of us interact with others fields of energies and right. others fields of energy so one person can make an absolutely huge difference they there was one study where they took a cell of um out of a husband and a, a husband's heart i don't know how they got it out of there but out of <laughs> heart and out of a wife's heart, wife's heart and they put them really really far away from each other like a building away and wow. then they sent the wife through you know a certain situation the cell in the petri dish started beating in concert with her heart and then so did her husband's heart and so did the cell from his heart wow that's that is incredible yeah Isn't that's that? fascinating i actually think i've i've i've, re I've read i've read that i've, I've heard of that i forgot about it that is, that is something that is just i mean think about that think about that so his his cell his heart's cell ended up beating in conjunction with her heart that was experiencing whatever they put her through that's fascinating that just shows you how much we are connected yeah and that's a good thing to be that connected but and but it also gives us some need to be self-responsible because let's say we're around somebody who's really angry and depressed and arguing you know kind of meanly using cruel language do we really want to entrain to that do we want to become what they are can we right can we run enough energy through our chakras can we go into our main chakra and activate it just think of it bring you know think of hope or life or truth or or love or something and get strong enough that we don't take that on. And maybe even like you're saying, Royce, go to the next level and just send them something positive. We can't force it down them. They no, no. <laughs> they can be whatever they're gonna be. But we're certainly not gonna benefit anybody by going along with these sorts of negativities and especially if it's in the mass consciousness yes that's what i've been trying to tell everybody <laughs> go there you can't go there i don't care what it takes don't turn on the tv just don't go there 
I agree. I've been, I, same. I tell people first thing in the morning, do not look at your phone. Don't look at the TV. Do not look at the news. Do your morning work, whatever that is for your meditation, your connection, your writing, whatever it is, do it first, set your day up. And that's science too. You know, that, that there is a, there, there's so much there for us. If we just shift how we start our day and then that is so much less the, 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 the willing or want to, you know, go look at the news or go join all of these things. Yeah. Some of us are a bit addicted to that and i'm working on it i'm working on it <laughs> i didn't say your name yeah i know i know so um i guess i'm very interested into when you dive into this what's what's an i guess the most interesting or the most astounding thing that you know sort of you discovered as you started diving into the whole um the essence of the chakras and anything is that a question you can you can answer i love that question that they, uh, to me, because I'm just a normal, regular doubting Thomas kind of person, that making a shift in a chakra can have actual physical effect. I mean, it's great to have an emotional shift and, you know, feel free of some old perceptions or traumas, the feelings of them, but you can actually now you can't, you don't always, but you can get physical effects. I remember years ago, working with a woman who came to see me because she had lung cancer. And she sat across from me in the office and uh, we worked on her chest area, which is where the lungs are. And that's the heart chakra and, you know, relieved her of some grief and some issues that were in there from childhood and this and that and the other thing. And she left and she, it, it was the day and age when, you know, there weren't, you know, kind of like, you know, she actually wrote me a snail mail. I mean, there were emails, <laughs> but she wrote me snail mail. And so I got it maybe five days later and six or something. And the snail mail letter was, you'll never guess what happened after our session. She said, I had two days of incredible pain. My spine hurt, especially in that thoracic area where the heart is. Wow. I know physical pain, which I felt sort of bad about, but she said it was a release, right? I'm assuming. It was a release. <laughs> and at the end of the two days, she had gained two inches in height. Wow. Wow. That is so cool. That oh was my, my intention. <laughs> right. I met someone who also gained a few inches years ago. So I have I firsthand a friend of my very close friend of mine who I've known since I was childhood and something similar, different modality. And I so I know and believe I can say at least from my personal yeah. experience that happened. And it is crazy. Even as the person who helps them, it's like, whoa. It, you're just she changed the subtle energy and her physical body transformed. And, you know, I mean, later the cancer, she was, you know, decreed in remission. Now, was that what we did? Was that the chemotherapy? I would never claim credit for that, but it's sort of like, you know, I can't help but think that just dealing with those issues made a huge difference. For yeah, if anything, you were the team that you were the part of the team that was missing and that together for, with her belief system, you know, that, wow, I just think I like, that's, that's a lovely story because it's awesome. I, I like how you, um, you, you bring in science. You don't deny science or denying medical treatment. You're, it works in combination with it. And, and you have to do both. One of my saddest stories, not that we want to get depressed, was I worked with a young mom. She had a newborn child. She had a lump in her breast. 
And I was like, you know, we can work with the subtle energies, but just go in and get it, you know, out biopsy and get it out. I was very adamant and right. she was scared. She was like, no, if I biopsy, if it's cancerous, it'll spread this and that. And I just, you know, I honestly wouldn't work with her. I just said, right. you can't yeah. go to the doctor. She called four years later. I was not happy to get the call that had been cancerous because she had tumors all over her body. Mm. And it's too late to get the treatment. I mean, yeah. hello, I've had HPV, you know, human papillomavirus is in the cervix. Women tend to get it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just getting it cut out. It's generally yeah. cut it out. <laughs> yeah. That's how, that's how, so, that's what I always well, tell people I work with. Same thing. Like you yeah. combine it, like, a, you know, cause if you could do something an easy fix, is that not a manifestation of all things working well? If you can get rid of it quickly, that's a blessing, you know? So we only have about a minute or so left and I just want to, uh, there's so much to talk about. Um, so I want you to condense everything into that minute. No, I'm just kidding. Um, give me another tool that I can use that I can to to get into healing my my chakras. Can you do that in a short time? Yeah, I can. I use a three part process. It's so simple. It's laughable. Anytime I'm going to do self healing work, go into a scary situation, get a guidance for something, and all I do is affirm my essence or spirit. So I just feel that original self. I feel who I really am secondarily i affirm the guidance around me but like all three of us are talking so i affirm your two spirits as well like if in a conversation or in a, an exchange and then i just turn everything over to the greater spirit by whatever name you use turn it over boom i get the guidance i get the energies that i need uh when i'm doing healing work i know what i'm supposed to do for somebody and or i'm now open to receiving healing Three-part process. Spirit, spirit, spirit. That's it. Wonderful. Wonderful. Love well, that. thank you, Cindy. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. Thank you. I had a great time. Thank you. I did too. So <laughs> well, awesome. Um, Cindy Dale is the author of Energy Healing for Trauma, Stress, and Chronic Illness. And you can visit her website at cindydale.com. That's C-Y-N-D-I-D-A-L-E.com. For more information about Royce Christian, go to RoyceChristian.com and check out his book, Scripting the Life You Want. I've got premium video courses and help people create them on my website called YouThriveHere.com. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk with you next time on Big Universe on Unity Online Radio. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on The Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.